What's up, y'all? It's Cam. And we're back, dude. I ghosted on y'all for a week. And I hope you're not upset. But real, the reality is you probably didn't even notice. And that's, that's fine, man. Because I'm not going to post about this thing every week. Because I don't want... Here's why I don't want this podcast to be, okay? I don't want it to be a chore for my friends. And I don't want to post something every week and then expect my friends to write me an essay about what they fucking thought about it, right? I mean... If people want to listen, they can listen. If they don't, they don't. But this podcast exists for me to wake up in the morning, Monday through Wednesday, sometimes not at all, uh, if if I'm having a lazy week, and just, you know, see if I can talk for 30 minutes to an hour. Try to write some new, uh, just, you know, new jokes, because I'm not doing open mics a lot right now. Uh, Try to, you know... Just go through what happened in my week. Cause I've got a cause your boy's got a bad memory. And if I can remember what happened throughout my week, week to week on a podcast, then you know, it's gonna keep it's gonna keep Daddy Alzheimer's away from me, you know? I figured I'd take the week off. Cause like America we don't we don't know who our president is, you know? And if I don't know who my president is, then who am I answering to? Because I don't have a boss. Because if you run down up the ladder, no matter what job you have, whether it be podcaster, Uber driver, uh, guy at the racetrack, uh, and I mean the racetrack gas station, but I guess you could be the guy who works at a racetrack too. Um, All those people have a boss. And then all their bosses have bosses too until you reach the president. And then the president's boss is an alien. From outer space. And uh, if I don't know who my boss is, then what the fuck? Why am I going to work? And I think that's reasonable. Like, the reality is, Joe Biden's the president. Half the country, no matter what, was going to get pissed. And that's a a firework pissed for you. You know? Because it's... Because when they saw that, they were mad as, as a firework. They, in their head, they went, oh, I'm pissed! Woo! When, you, when you're only... And here's the thing. It's a crazy reality when half the country... Because that country is just ripped down the middle, man. And it might be a little more one way, uh, a little left one year, a little right one year. It just depends who got the better rip, you know? Who, who got the better split down the middle that year. That four-year period. And here's the thing. When, when someone's elected president and you know, oh, this person doesn't like me. This person doesn't like my side. It doesn't like my squad, my team. Uh, I, guess, I guess you feel a little nervous. I, I remember when Trump won in 2016, right? It blew everybody away. Because every, everybody that, you know, was in, in a super liberal social bubble. They were like, oh, there's no way this guy's winning. He won, and there's just reports of people crying at SNL. Uh, you know, the whole, the whole New York was just mourning. L.A., mourning. Now I'm from Texas, so I saw a little less mourning and a lot more, you know, hell raising. Which I'm sure would have happened again this year. Because there's... There was a lot of a lot of Trump flags on like trucks, houses. Like if it if it was a battle of the flags, 
in like a battle of like which side was more pumped about the other, I think Trump would have had to win at least in my area. Because I don't, I mean, a Biden flag is rare, bro. That's like seeing a, a little person out in the wild. You're like, oh, Biden flag. Hell yeah. Now, a Trump flag, that's like seeing a uh, regular sized person. You're like, oh, yeah, Trump flag. And I guess like Trump people are more inclined to, I don't like have flags. And I will give this to, uh, to Trump. Hell of a merch salesman. Trump could go into merch like today. He, if you didn't know Trump and you didn't know what he stood for and you thought it was like a clothing brand, I'll, I'll admit, I mean like the, the hats and shit are kind of fire. And like the shirts. Now this is like for an alien who comes down, doesn't know Trump, doesn't know anything about politics, just knows a lot about high fashion and streetwear. And they're like, oh dude, that, the centering on that Trump hat is dope. That's a cool shirt. I'm going to buy some merch. I feel like that would have been a better thing for Trump to get into instead of the presidency anyway. But I'm, I'm going on a little tangent, dude. Uh, but what, what I'm meaning to say is, whoever's elected president, the other half thinks, oh, this guy hates me. So I'm, I'm just going to have to rebel for four years. I'm on my own. We shouldn't have a president that, you know, makes the other half think that they're dead. Because right now you walk around and all the Trump people are, are, you know, making plans to build a bunker. They're buying guns. The liberals buying guns. Um, so that brought us all closer. You know, that's cool. I don't know. I haven't really noticed anything different yet. And I don't think you ever do with presidencies. You, you may think like the world's going to end from my side. But it never really, I don't know, no change really ever happens. Like, like, did Trump build the wall? Let me look that up. Because that was the big thing he ran on, that he was going to build the wall. And I brought this up to Bree, and she's like, Trump built the wall, I think. And I was like, huh, maybe he built some of the wall. I don't, think, I don't think he got that great wall of China like he was. He got the great flu of China is what he fucking got. I'm going to look this up right now. I'm going I'm to use Siri to keep you guys up. Or voice text to keep you involved. Whoops! I stopped recording, and I didn't know I stopped recording. But, yeah. Stopped recording. And I talked for about 10 more minutes. And then I looked just to see how we were doing on time. And it turns out we were doing awful on time. Time had stopped. And I was in purgatory. And I was making jokes. I was laughing to myself. Uh, I was making political points. I was making a sense. But all that's gone. And we live and we let die. We live and let die. And that's, you know, that's what you get on this show. Sometimes you think I'm about to make a great point about Trump's wall. And then uh, I stop recording. And I talk for who knows how long, man. Fuck the wall anyway. The point is, I don't think he ended up building a fucking skyscraper wall that blocks us in Mexico. And I don't think he made the Mexicans pay for it. None of that shit happened. The point is, progress is slow. And you think that when the other guy wins, oh, I'm screwed. This guy doesn't care about me or mine. I gotta bury my head in the sand like an ostrich. 
And you don't, dude. Take your head out of your sand and walk around because you're going to be fine more than more than likely, especially with Biden. None of you motherfuckers make enough. <laughs> nah, some of you guys do. I don't. I haven't looked into the tax stuff because I'm stupid. I'm a stupid kid who just likes waste track crazy good coffee. And I got a free coffee today. So it looks like people are, you know, in a good mood. Spirits are high. And, you know, some of the Trump guys are a little sad, but they'll be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Fine, fine, fine. Now, at what point do you not look like a bitch when you take the flags down? And again, you know, not rubbing it in, just making a good point that you have a flag up for a president that just lost. If you take it down immediately, that's kind of like you look kind of like a sore loser or like, you know, you're you're not, you don't stay true to your decisions. So you got to leave it up at least like a little bit, I guess. But if you leave it up too long, what are you doing? You're holding on to the past, my friend. And we don't live in the past. We live in the future. So go tear down that, that flag, replace it with something, you know, something cool. And it doesn't have to be a political flag. I think no one should have political flags because why would you want your neighbor to hate you, you know? <laughs> like if I back out of, of, my, uh, of my driveway and I'm like, oh, my neighbor hates me. And they, uh, I represent this thing. What, like if I had a Biden flag, I would represent this thing to all my neighbors. I'd pull out and I'd have like a like a target on my back. Same thing if like you're a Trumper in the in the middle of a of a bunch of a uh, a Biden fans, you know? <laughs> it's I don't know. I don't see why we need to tattoo our politics on our forehead. I think if we didn't talk about politics to each other, we'd probably be friends with a lot more people than we're friends with. But who's to say friends are even a good thing, you know? We're uh, we're living life. Friends, friends are friends are always a good thing, and we're coming up on Thanksgiving, so it's a good time to be thankful for your friends. And your friends are gonna, you know, come over, and they're gonna make themselves a casserole that their mom taught them how to make, and that's what me and Bree are gonna do. We're going to a friendsgiving, and that'll be sick. I've been to a couple friendsgivings. In the past, but I, I was like, you know, I just turned 18. What what do you want an 18-year-old fucking dude right out of high school to cook for you, you know? So I would always bring the soda. And then uh, me and my buddy would try to find somebody to buy us some beer or some whiskey, and that would be our contributions. Or we'd be the guy that, that brought the cups, you know? You'd bring the napkins, you'd bring the cups... Meanwhile, everybody else is going to cook like a turkey, a full turkey. And that's for them. And that's for you to enjoy knowing you spent $2 on, on cups and RC cola. But that's what Friendsgiving's all about, baby. And I just got a comment on one of my uh, assignments on school. Let's, let's keep it live. Let's, read, let's see what we got here. I'm not going to read anything. Okay, there we go. It was good. So the problem was, I'm I'm in this like, I'm in this class, and we're doing like a like a group project, but it's an online class. Do you know how hard it is for a bunch of just shy millennial people to, in school to reach out to other people that we don't know what they look like, we don't know who they are, but we just know, hey, some way or another. We're gonna, we gotta be a group, virtually. 
And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how to work Google Teams. I don't know how to work Zoom. Because I've never wanted to. I've never tried. Because we got FaceTime. And if I ever wanted to uh, FaceTime with somebody, I'm just going to FaceTime with them. I guess I've never had a job that would require me to use Zoom. I've had to use Google Teams once in a class. And that was like on the first day of school. Never did it again. And I was late to that. It's, I don't know. They're saying like the election's over, so COVID's supposed to be over soon. I don't know if I believe that. But I do know COVID's been over in my household for a long time. Because I'm going out. I'm doing what I got to do. I'll wear the mask. I'm going to New York in a couple months. Uh, I'm going to Nashville in December. I'm driving to Nashville, flying to New York. So I feel pretty good about the Nashville trip. Might get COVID on the plane from uh, from the New York flight. But that's just because we're flying Spirit. And uh, Spirit is going to inject us all with coronavirus. Just because that's part of their... Uh, it's just a part of their policy that they're going to make travel for you as, as painful as you can make it. And I don't know if there's still like a travel ban on, uh, or not travel ban, but you know what I mean. Like when you go to New York, they say you're supposed to quarantine for a couple weeks. And I'm like, who the fuck's got the time or resources to quarantine for two weeks so I can enjoy a two-day New York vacation? If I could quarantine in New York for two weeks, then I would just go to my vacation home and Fucking Malibu. How about that? Like, how that's an unrealistic expectation for everybody. I, and I see no way that they could enforce that. And I hope they really do. I hope they try. I hope they track us down, James Bond style, and they narrowly miss us. Like, like there's a bounty hunter looking for uh, me and my group that's in New York. And they come into the bar and they're like, have you seen these Americans? Like, yeah, I just saw them. They, uh, they're headed down to, to Chinatown. And I'm like, shit. So they got to chase us down to Chinatown. And they ask them, like, no, you missed. I'm not going to do the accent. Nice try. You ain't getting me. Not in, this, not in this climate. You can't do accents on a podcast. Fuck no. That's for you alone in your car. Uh, I, uh, they miss us again. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's... Uh, it's just a bunch of bullshit, you know? The same thing with all the, the COVID stuff. Like, it's it's all a big hoax, and they're saying the mask helps so that you go out and you buy more shit at restaurants and stores. Keep that economy going, you know? I, again, I know nothing. I don't know what I'm talking about. This this Don't listen to Cam, obviously. Now that's a... I say that up front in the title of the podcast. Or not the title, but just the name of the podcast. Don't listen to Cam because when you... I'm going to make some crazy points here that I just... They come out of my mouth. I don't know what they're going to be. And sometimes they surprise me. But I will say this. Racetrack coffee. <laughs> this guy... I go in there. This is, a, this is a free ad I'm doing for Racetrack. So if they want to square up with me later... That would be the right thing to do. But every Monday, it's a dollar coffee at racetrack. And this guy, I come in there with my quarters ready to pay. Large coffee. Because if you get... Now, do I ever need a large coffee? No. My pits are sweating and I barely even made a dent in the coffee. And that's just how it... Uh, 
that's just how it goes with coffee. I, I turn into a faucet if I drink too much coffee. It doesn't matter how much deodorant I have, how many layers I have, my pits are sweating. And it's tickling me. It, I've got a bead of sweat right now, just rolling down to my tit, to my teat. But a dollar coffee any size, you got to get the biggest one because, you know, getting one over on old Uncle Sam. Now, the guy gave it to me for free because I think he had to take a shit. <laughs> there was a long line, and the guy was like, you're good, bro. And we walk into the back. The problem is I had to take a shit. I'm usually a morning pooper. And the smell of this coffee brought that bitch out of me early. So we go into the uh, the bathroom, and I'm shitting next to the guy who just uh, gave me a free coffee. So there's already a sense of camaraderie, and now it's just awkward. But uh, the, I'm a I'm a long pooper. I don't know. the The thing is, though, I think I'm the only one who actually wipes my ass. There's there's people who sit down and they shit next to me, and it's just like. I don't know if they're pissing sitting down or if they're just taking that quick shit, no wipe. Or, or they got like, I don't know. I don't know what their system is. But there's no way that they're wiping fully. And this is disgusting to talk about. And I'm sorry, but fuck. I don't care. I, what are you going to do? So I walk out. I've got my coffee. I'm driving down the road. And I hit a Smoothie King. Because I'm, I'm going to get that liquid breakfast. The banana, uh, the banana peanut power, you know, protein thing. Because I'm trying to bulk up. I'm trying to keep on a little weight. Because I've lost a lot of weight since COVID. I started working out, but I, you know, not lifting or anything. Just like going on speed walks. Like a bitch. Sometimes I'll pass other grown men speed walkers and we'll give each other a little nod like the bikers do. And, and that's just, you know. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't feel as cool as giving a biker nod. It's just more of a head nod to a 35-year-old jogger who's trying to get away from his wife for a couple minutes. But that's what it is, man, when you're out in the burbs. And I'm trying to bulk up so I get this smoothie. Again, I'm one poop down, and I'm not even home yet. I, I start drinking this protein smoothie, and it hits me twice. The aftershock, I thought it was done the first time, and I thought it was good to go for the day, and then that protein smoothie laughed in my face. So I barely make it in the door for the second time. What is wrong with, what's wrong with me at that point? Like, fool me once, that's just the morning. Fool me twice. Do I have colon cancer? Like, what the fuck? Am I, do I have IBS? I need to look into it. Shouldn't talk to, probably. I'm sorry. Uh, I should be talking to a licensed physician. Physician. A physician. A doctor. You know, about this. But I'm, I don't have a doctor. I'm talking to you. And I saw my doctor out at a, uh, at a gym. No mask. No mask, my doctor. My doctor was at this gym. No mask, bro. And if that's uh, if they good enough for a doctor, hey. I'm taking off that shit, and I'm walking around, I'm kissing you. I'll give you, I don't care who you are. Man, female, dog, cat, I'm kissing you. I don't care if you got COVID. I don't care if you don't have COVID. And I'm honestly, my buddy has COVID. And I don't know if he'd want me to say his name, because right now he's a COVID statistic. He doesn't have a name. 
And he's got it. He's got that that big C. The C word. Uh, not the bad... Well, depending on... I don't know which co- which is worse, COVID or cancer. They would, they'd have you believe. Co- COVID is worse than cancer. The way they rushed out a fucking cure for COVID. A vaccine... But there's no, uh, there's no vaccine for cancer. There's no cure for cancer. I don't know. I think you got it, but you want to make people pay money. But that's, hey, you know, that's a fucked up thing to do. Let's cure cancer like we cured COVID. But my friend got it, dude. Nonetheless. And he told me he got it from a gym. You know, like he had been working out and he was kind of going around his gym. And I swear to God, my first thought was... Fuck, I should probably join a gym. That just shows you, you know, how serious is COVID really? How serious is it really? Because I I mean, I'm checking up on my friend to see. Because right now, you know, I'm, I just texted him to make sure he's not dead. Because I'm talking about it on the podcast. But if he died afterwards and I'm like, ah, COVID's not a big deal. I heard he, my friend was dying of COVID. And I was like, fuck it, I want to get buff. That's, I mean, you know. If he's got a serious case, I'll take, uh, I'll go back. Oh, okay. He said, he just texted back. He said, I'm good. Ready for my damn taste to come back. See, the, the most, he's fat fucks. The most thing he's worried about is eating that five layer burrito and it's, you know, the same way as it was. Which I'm joking, of course. But, you know, my grandparents had COVID. Uh, and they were fine. My sister had COVID and she was fine. It's, it depends on, like, what you got going on in your life. Because realistically, I mean, hey, I'm not going to tell you COVID's no big deal because the people who would die of the flu will die of COVID. And that's what it is, you know? And they may have marketed it to us different at, at first just to try to scare us into actually, like, staying home and shit, which I get that. You know, it is what it is. But also... I think now you got a lot of people seeing the statistics and who it's killing. They're like, oh, they lied to us. Fuck COVID. Which, I mean, hey, be mindful of the people who might die of COVID. Like, I had a guy in my Uber. His uh, his sister died of COVID. And he told me, yeah, but it would have anything would have done it. It would have been the flu. And now he didn't say it like that. He was a little more sad. And I, you know, I and I'm not like a... I don't know, but I'm I'm not like a super religious guy, you know, like I'm not, I don't go to church or anything really, but you know, I told that guy I'd, I'd keep him in my thoughts and prayers and that's just, and I did, you know, I thought, cause when you hear about like, not to get sad on you, cause I'm doing the exact same thing right now that I'm about to say that happens to me sometimes when I'm Ubering, people will dump some some stuff on you sometimes and and then they'll give you two jobs real quick because i start the day with one job and it's uber driver on any given day i'm one job uber driver but then sometimes people get in and i'm two job uber driver and therapist and that can be stressful man that can take uh, that can really take a lot out of out of you you know because you hear one guy, he's got, his sister just died, man. And he's got, she's got kids and he's got to help like raise these kids now. And then you got to be like, oh, okay, well, welcome to Walmart. Enjoy the rest of your day, bro. You know, so, so it's sometimes it's like, 
I get why people want to like pray and like keep that because sometimes things are too much for like you to really do anything or say anything about. Like, what am I gonna? Am I gonna joke around with this guy and and be like, hey man, at least uh, you know, joke about his sister? You can't do that. You can't, and that's the way I, you know, I tend to joke things off that are serious sometimes. But when shit like that, when reality bites. When reality hits you, you gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta say that little prayer, you know? And you gotta, you gotta, you know, tell, tell people to, to hang in there, even though that's a situation you've never been in. Like me as a 24-year-old Uber driver, white dude from the burbs, I'm, I'm in Ubers with people going through some real shit. Like, I took this one guy to, I picked him up from a cancer center. So I'm assuming, and he's old, I'm assuming he, you know, has cancer. Or he's, I would have liked to assume he was just getting a late, you know, start on being a doctor or something. He was in training, but you can't be so optimistic. But this guy gets in my car and I, I don't know what to do. I say, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, should I have said that? To this guy who might be dying right now. And he's he smiled at me and he said, it's going good. How are you doing? He was super nice, man. The whole time. He was just like... And you, you never know. You would have never known the stress that's probably on that guy's shoulders. Because he didn't... I don't know. He didn't unload it on you. He didn't just cry the whole time in the car. Which, had I been in that position, I might have done. And, and, you know, you have these little interactions with these people. And you sometimes they stick with you. Most of them don't. Now, most of you guys' faces, like Uber-wise, etch-a-sketches. And you get in in the car, and I pray I don't smell you. And I'm just like, I hope this, do- this, this thing doesn't throw up in my car. A lot of you are things. And I love you because you, you give me money. And that's just, that's Uber. The podcast people, if you listen to the podcast, you're different because you because prob- I probably know you or you're a Russian bot, um, and that's what it is. But yeah, a lot of these people get out of the car and you're just like, man, do we hug? Do I wish you the best? I don't know what to. I I, I feel invested in your life now, but most of you, I don't have a as far as I'm concerned. You're just your Grand Theft Auto side characters that just run around walking into walls all day. Of course I'm joking. A lot of a lot of people you meet and you don't talk to, well, I'm sure they got shit going on too, bro. Everybody's got stuff going on. Especially now with the election. Everybody, half the country's pissed. And the other half is excited kind of i don't know are people excited about joe biden or are they just glad trump's not i think they're more like whoo that was close then then like they're like whoo you know i don't know if it's a champagne in the locker room scene i think it's more of like a you see headlights as you're driving down the street you and your friends are hot blocks in a blunt there's a cop radar gunning people you're going five miles per hour over the speed limit, but you brake check a little bit. And now you're just cruising by, and you, you pass the cop. It's late at night, country road. You know this guy's bored as fuck. He's looking for something to do. You get a little further down the road, 
And you know what? No lights, baby. I think, and then you take a deep breath and you're like, whoo, fuck, that was close. I think that's how people feel about Biden winning. You know? Like not, I mean, they're not, I'm not discounting some people are super stoked about Biden. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people probably really liked him. But I'll tell you what I'm excited for. And that's for a couple months down the road. And we we have a new president in. Uh, Trump, you know, he takes it. He takes it on the chin. He says, all right. I know Trump knows. I hope Trump knows when he's been beat, you know. He's a wheeling and dealing man. I think he's just going to go wheel and deal somewhere else, realistically. I don't think they're going to have to, you know, pull him out by his by his feet. But we'll see. If they do, that would be hilarious. I'd love to watch that. I hope they get it on video. But it's probably going to be uneventful. And what I'm hoping happens is in the next couple years, we just see people on, online just chill a little bit. Not to say, like, political activism is bad. It's good, you know, do your thing. But does everybody need to be a political science major when I know for a fact that uh, you couldn't spell your own name, you know? Like, everybody's got a, a super political opinion. Like, guys like me, I shouldn't be doing a podcast about politics. Like, what, the, what do I know? What does anybody really know? You know? It's, I mean, it's crazy. I'm hoping everybody just chills and we go back to posting food or something. I'd, I'd so much rather, or dog pictures, pictures of your kids. I, now, that's annoying as fuck, too. But, hey. Let it rip. I'd rather hear that over hot takes all day. Everybody's got a hot take, and they're all the same on both sides. Everybody's hot take is just just a take. Same with mine. Everything to say about politics in this, in this current climate has been said, and we're all just beating a dead horse. And I'm hoping we can all just chill on that for a little bit. Now, I... I will say not all Trumpers are bad. I met this one particular dog who I think was a Trump supporter. And I swear to God, and I'll tell you why. This is going to sound a little silly, but let's just go on this with me, all right? So I'm run, I'm on a run, okay? Because cause I've been working out, you know? Yeah, I've told you this. All of a sudden, I got a little air bud running next to me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm leading this dog away from its home, I think. So I'm going to stop and just chill with the dog for a minute. I'm petting the dog. And I'm I'm like, what's up, buddy? You, you lost? I, I look at her collar. I call the number on the collar. Now, I've never really been like a, been in a situation where I've had to just save a dog's life. So I'm, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to call because if, I'm assuming your dog gets out all the time. If you go through you know, getting a collar and putting a phone number on the collar, getting engraved. That dog's probably just looking for an escape route all the time, all day. I'm talking to the owner of the dog. And she's like, oh, well, are you, are you next to uh, this, this landmark, this Burleson landmark, everybody would know, in the neighborhood, if I was there. And I was like, yeah. So she was like, okay, well, can you do me a favor and walk my dog back into my house? And I said, you want me to just walk your dog inside? Just open the door? She said, yeah, I can open it from my phone. I have an app. I can open my door. 
but you gotta lead my dog into the door. And I said, okay. Um, and I looked over to my right. The only house next to what she was telling me it was next to had about 45 Trump flags in it. And I swear to God, it was this many. Uh, I, I didn't know if they just really supported Trump or if they were flag salesmen and women and dog. So I'm looking at this dog and now the dog's just starting to talk to me about Joe Biden's tax policy and it, it's real nervous that it's going to have to, you know, start splitting the food with everybody. Everybody's going to have to eat out of the dog bowl with the dog. The dog doesn't want to share the dog bowl. Just a real Republican dog, but a sweet dog. I'm not talking trash on this dog. Real sweet dog. So I, I'm like, okay, so is it the house with the flags? She said, yeah. I said, okay, well, cool. Um, so I start walking through this maze of Trump flags. I get to the door. Now I'm on the phone with the wife and I'm assuming there's a husband because there were two numbers on the phone and I chose the number that looked more feminine because I'm scared of fucking talking to the dudes, right? I'm scared of talking to this to this big, I'm, I'm assuming there was a big old Trump like sticker on the truck and it was a big old truck. Now I assume the guy was just big and beefy and had a lot of guns. So I get up to the door and you know those little signs that say like, we don't dial 911. Like there's, you know, guns, pictures of the gun on a doormat. And you, you would think to yourself, oh, I bet these people are supporters of the guns. I bet they have a couple, couple of them pieces, you know, under the bed. I bet they keep a little, uh, keep a little shotgun on their hip. So I'm, I'm on the phone with the wife or just this lady. I don't know. Maybe she was, who knows? Who knows who that other uh, number was? I'm just guessing. But I was like, so you, you just want me to open the door? Just let the dog in and just, that's it. Just, uh, tell it to have a nice day. She's like, yeah. Now, what I wanted to ask, what I was kind of getting to, was like, now, your husband's not going to shoot me in the face, right, when I open this door. Because if I jingle on this handle, and I look up, and there's a double barrel, and it's, and it's not socially distancing, it doesn't have a mask on it, no safety, no mask, and I get shot in the face for leading this dog home, and the dog is just a, it's just a trap to shoot people then you got to let me know now, right? Because I'm just a jogger, right? I'm a daytime jogger, uh, just out on a jog, you know? So she's like, no, you're good. Just let the dog. So I open the stranger's house. Don't look inside. That's impolite. You're allowed to look into the garages. When you're on jogs, you can look into people's garage. And I love doing that because it kind of gives you a sense of like what those people are about. You feel me? Like if the garage is a mess, I'm like, oh, their life's a mess. If the garage is a bar, I'm like, oh, alcoholic, but you're probably cool. You know, some people got ping pong tables. Some people got, uh, you know, little uh, punching bags. You know, I'm like, oh, that guy's a little angry. He wants to fight somebody. I better not, you know, I'm going to drive the other way on my, on my drives to work, my drives to whatever. But uh, you don't look in somebody's house. If, you, if anybody ever opens their house, that's their business. You know, I don't want to know about that. That's private. So I let the dog go, and the dog was a nice Republican dog, if I'm being honest. The, the mom was nice. The dog mom was nice. Nobody shot me in the face. 
And had, I mean, had there not been 45 Trump flags in the thing, and even if there were, it was a positive thing. I felt, I walked away from that situation and I was like, Republican or not, I helped that dog. I helped the Republican dog into his house so he could go read QAnon stories another day and have, uh, have his milky bone. And that's sick. That made me happy. And that made me walk, that made my walk a lot better for the rest of the, for the rest of the thing, you know? And that's just how life is, you know? Not everybody's as bad as they, as you would think they would be. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys go for a little bit because I'm gonna go to class and I'm gonna be late because I went on another jog because you boys are fitness. I'm a smoothie king and I've had two smoothies in my, in my last, in this month and I'm a smoothie king and the king's gotta go to class, right? So I might catch up with you guys after class and you won't even know the difference because that's the magic of editing you might hear like i'm gonna come in with a different energy and i'm hoping it's gonna be a good energy and not a I was late to class energy so that everybody looked at me then my class was shitty then i got in traffic and now i don't even feel like doing the podcast energy so i'm hoping i come back with some hot fire so to be announced and i'm back from school and let me tell you something I am not too pissed off to do the episode, which is good. Because I get back from class, I, I, and I'm a little honorary. I'm a little lonesome, honorary, and mean, as Waylon Jennings might say, when I get back from class. And let me tell you why. I have one class in Arlington. I drive all the way there, and I pay for parking because I refuse to, you know, get a parking pass, but I'm only going to do one class twice a week. So I pay for my parking. I walk five minutes to my class, mask on, so I'm pissed. And I, now I, was, I wasn't late today. No one really looked at me like, hey, who's the late guy? I was on time. I sat through my class. It was fine. And now I got stuck in a little traffic on the way home. And the, the sun was bright. And listen, it, it could have ruined my day. But I got home and I told myself, we're just going to keep doing it. We're going to, because I, I got more stuff to talk about. Because this is kind of a two for one episode. This is kind of a two weeks because I, I skipped on y'all. I know call no showed, which is, uh, it's the way I've quit every job I've ever had. And if you're a potential employer listening to this, let me just say, my shot's already blown anyway, so fuck you. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, I've gotten better at it in the past. And right now I'm just kind of working for myself as an Uber driver. And I do some stuff on the side. I do a little, uh, a little social media. What I do is I encourage people to link and build. And I tell them they can double their money however, however they need to. And I keep up 100 with them. I use a lot of emojis and I just tell them they got to invest in themselves. Now, what do I do? I don't know. I'm referencing referencing this. My my girlfriend kind of went down a rabbit hole of like these people she kind of knows. And they all like, I don't know. There's this subgroup of people on social media, mostly Instagram. And I think they just link and build with each other. And they do business with each other. And I couldn't tell you what the business is. I don't know if there's a product. 
I think the product is telling people that there's going to be a product and then you make them pay to find out what the product is and then you tell the people that bought the product, hey, you tell other people there's a product. It's a pyramid scheme and it's online and it's all based off of using fire emojis and 100 emojis. And let me just say, don't fall for that. Don't believe some 18-year-old entrepreneur who's somehow got the key to life and he's making millions, but he's got a side job at Subway. Don't trust that guy. And those dudes always have a side job at Subway. Those dudes always work at Subway or Little Caesars. And uh, they'll tell you to link and build. They'll tell you they got side hustles. And they're never being truthful with you. And they're going to rip you off. And they're going to scam you. But... Is it really a scam if you know it's going to be a scam? Those people are the trust, the most trustworthy people, actually, because you know what they're about. It, every time they open your mouth, you're like, oh, this is going to be bullshit, right? Like, Because there's the link and build people. Anything they say online, bullshit. There's the people that... Okay, so I've been on Indeed, right? You know Indeed is like one of those job search websites, right? They have these jobs that are technically sales jobs and what they do is they take a bunch of people they take a bunch of people who think they're about to be salesmen and they drop them off in the middle of a neighborhood and they just say best of luck i'll pick you up at seven so what all these people do is they go door to door during a pandemic or not they don't give a fuck because again this is a type of person who probably could have been talked into joining a cult they saw, they saw a sales job will pick you up in a white van and drop you off in a neighborhood in Fort Worth for six hours. And then you may or may not get paid. And they were like, oh, sounds good. Like those people are definitely marked off in, a, in like a special list. And that list is being sold to cult leaders. And those people are going to get preyed upon. And they're going to join a cult before their life's over. I swear to God. But these people, for now, they're, they're not in a cult, but they're going door to door and they're selling air conditioning work or they're selling lawn care work. And they don't do the AC. They don't do the lawn care. They don't even know really what they're selling, but they're selling something to you. And their job is to convince you to buy something that you weren't looking to buy. So the, and, and the thing about these types of people... They think that they are so good at like hustling and grinding, linking and building that they can convince me to buy something that I'm not going to buy. And they can't. I'm unsellable. You can't, you can't sell me on something that I don't want. That's a fact. And I dare you to try. This guy comes up to me and I was recording my last podcast a couple weeks ago. And he knocks on the garage and he's like, hey, let me talk to you for a little bit. But he's trying to... He's trying to, you know, bro me. He, they'll bro you to death, these fucking guys. And I'll bro you, but I'm not going to bro you all day. I'll bro you a couple times. But when you, when you start to get into the, hey, bro, dude, man, cuz, fam, you know what? You're not even saying words. Now you're just, I don't know. You're just telling me how I know you. You're telling me how good of friends we are, and I don't know you. So this guy kind of forces me to shake his hand, too. In COVID, not like I even really cared, but just, hey, that's bold. And then he's like, so boss, can I, uh, can I talk to you about the AC work in your house, man? How's it, 
How's it going? Do you no? It wasn't AC work. It was solar panels. This man was trying to get me to put some solar panels up, and I was like, "Hey, listen, I don't make those decisions in this house. Look at me. Look at my face. You think I own this home? This is my dad's house. This is my mom's house. I'm doing a podcast in the garage. I only came to the garage because you knocked, and I thought you were the cops, and you smelled some reefer. So now that I know you're just some dude, get out of my face." And, and the guy was like, well, what, what about your dad? Can I talk to your dad? And I said, eh, my dad's not going to want to talk to you. Now, I'm a good son. A bad son would have said, yeah, hold on a second. And then I would have made my dad tell this kid no. But I'm a good son. So I said, you know what? How about this, bro? I'll talk to my dad. You tell me your company's name and your name. And if my dad wants to buy something... Then we'll call and I'll give you all the credit. How's that sound, big boy? And he said, well, bro, I'd rather just talk. And I said, get out. And I shut the garage. That's the sound it made. I shut it in his face. And, and it's the same way with uh, the shoe. Okay, so you know the shoe polish? Like sell salesmen at the mall? Those kiosk boys. And they'll be like, hey, no matter what you got on, dude. You got vans on, they'll be like, hey, bro, those are the clean, those are the sickest vans, bro, those are clean. Let me, let me, uh, let me show you how to keep those clean. And you're like, these are vans, I skateboarded. He's like, no, you gotta clean those, big boy. Or, God forbid, Jordans or Yeezys. They see if you got Jordans or Yeezys on, they're, they salivate at the mouth. They're, cause these people haven't been let go from the mall. I don't think they're allowed to leave the mall until they clean somebody's shoes. They got a quota of shoes to clean. And they look at you like they're sending, they're like, hey man, just please let me clean your shoes. Like they won't let me go. I haven't eaten in two weeks. I'm seeing double. I don't even know which shoe I'm cleaning left shoe, right shoe, or middle shoe. You look like an octopus to me. I haven't eaten in so long. I haven't slept. I haven't left the mall. Please, bro, just let me clean those Jordans. And you know what I'll tell them? No, because you're not going to sell to me. And I just, uh, I don't want to link with you. I don't want to build with you. And honestly, salesmen should all get, should all have to test the COVID vaccine. There's a group of people who just need to test this vaccine. And if they're put to death, they're put to death. And I think salesmen are pretty, pretty high on that list. I talked about this on my Instagram too, but it's a story, so it disappears. Actually, I may have posted this one, so you can look if you give a fuck. But another person, another archetype of person that should be put to death. If you use Uber Eats while I'm working, now this only works for me because I'm selfish. If I have to take your Uber Eats order, and it's like one drink from Starbucks or something, and I see you're in an apartment, and I got to go upstairs and find like 30B... Go fuck yourself. You should be put to death. 30 B put to death. How about that? Because I'm going to make $2.50 to go on a scavenger hunt to bring you something that, uh, like, you don't, how can you afford? You know? Like, no offense. Because, again, I, I said this on the Instagram. Listen, I can't afford to Uber Eats and I can't afford a house. But I think maybe if you quit using Uber Eats and buying coffee that's way more expensive than it needs to be and having it delivered to your house, 
you could probably afford to live in a house instead of an apartment. And that's just nothing against you if you live in an apartment. Because I've lived in apartments. And they're sick. And I've Uber-eated in an apartment. I'm just being selfish right now. Because it's, it's just really when I'm working. Now, as soon as I clock, up, clock out and I'm done with work, I'll go out into the middle of the woods where no one can find me, and I'll just order myself a McChicken, just for fun, just to pass the buck on to somebody else, because that's the type of guy I am. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. But, but if you use Uber Eats and you have an apartment, you should also have to try the COVID vaccine. Same with salesmen. And I don't make the rules, but I'd enforce them if I had to. Uh... Let's see. You know what else bothers me about like people who live in apartments? I was driving by this apartment the other day. And this dude had on his banister just a big old Trump flag. And he was super like just a couple. He had a couple Trump stuff, you know, just real big into Trump, which is fine. A lot of people, roughly half the country's into Trump. I don't give a fuck, right? But I will say. If you live in an apartment. I don't think Trump cares about you. I don't think Trump cares about you unless you are Trump. Much, But if you live in an apartment, I think Trump himself would actually put a mask on before he talked to you. He'd probably think you're disgusting. He would be like, oh, I'm now I don't even believe in COVID, but I'm putting a mask on just before I talk to this apartment filth, this apartment trash. That's what he thinks of you. But some people in apartments just are ride or die for Trump. And that's fine, man. But I, but just know, if Trump had to talk to you, he would wear a mask. And he'd probably make you one. He'd probably make you wear one, too. And you would be really surprised because you'd be like, damn. This guy is talking all this no mask thing. It's got me excited. And then I meet him and he's, he makes me wear a mask. That's what they say, bro. Don't meet your heroes. Uh, if you're in an apartment and you love Trump, that especially goes for you because he would hate you. And a lot of the, the thing about about mass and Trump, though, that I think is funny. Trumpers will they're like some of them are like, OK, I'll wear the mask, but the mask has got to say Trump or else I'm not wearing. It. And I think that's funny. They just because because, you know. Trump people just like to give Trump a little kiss throughout the day. That's the only reason they want to wear that mask. They give a little, just a little double kiss, you know? They, they got to walk into the quick trip. They put on that, that Trump mask and they say, Ugh. they give him a little kiss. They give Trump a little kiss to calm down. And that just makes him okay with wearing the mask. But different strokes for different folks, man. And that's, if you got to give Trump a little, got to give him a little smooch on the mask, then that's fine, dude. Honestly, uh, yeah. It, uh, Trump kind of made a similar joke to, to what I made earlier in the podcast. And he was like, I'll go out and I'll, I'll kiss all of you. I feel good. The men, the women. And I will say that's pretty funny. That Trump had a sense of humor like that. And it's, uh, I don't know. I hope he goes into merch sales for sure. Because I think there's a lot of money left on the table. I would never wear it personally, but I know a lot of people that will. There's one thing, there's one Trump merch, like, like poster particularly that I think is actually sick. I'm not even joking. And it's the uh, Rambo, the Rambo Trump. 
tell me you guys have driven by one of these like little pop-up shops and you've seen the Rambo truck. Now, if you had never heard of Trump and you were just like, who's this guy? That would be a dope-ass uh, poster or something. Just Rambo Trump. But, uh, you know, he, we're not ready for that discussion, that Trump makes fire merch. With enough time that passed by, I think people will appreciate some of those designs. Right now, it's all too hot. It's too, uh, it's too soon, too close to the chest. But I think people will, will give him that. That the man had a taste for design. That's why he fucks with Kanye West. That's probably what him and Kanye were talking about. They were probably just talking merch. Like, you know. It's rude to talk business in the White House unless it's merch. And that's what Kim and... uh, Or no, that's what Kanye and Trump were doing. Kim was more down to business. I'll see where she was doing stuff. Man, I did not want to go to class today. I was on a roll with this podcast, dude. I was podcasting Aiden. I was working out. I'll tell you this, I get a little anxious to go to class, especially when it's just the one class. Like, every, every time I'm in my car and I'm about to leave to go on that walk to, to my class, about a five-minute walk, I just try to fart real quick. Just, uh, I let out a real, a real good fart, and I hope and pray that it's a shart, you know, that I shit my pants a little bit, and then I can't go to class. Because if, if I called my dad and he was like, hey, why aren't you in class? I'd say, dad, I shit my pants. I think that would be more acceptable than just, hey, didn't feel like it. Because I was sore from working out. <laughs> Which would have been the truth. I'm, I'm sore today, dude. Because your boy is pumping iron. I did. Uh, so the, the Brian, or uh, the, my friend, I almost said his fucking name. Don't like it even matters. He wouldn't even care. But my friend that's got COVID... Uh, that got it from the gym. I really did, like, you know, go to the gym. I joined the gym. I went to uh, the rec center, and I did a little, uh, you know, little trial. Because I, cause I need something. I need something to do. That's I need to get active. I need to break a sweat. Because I'm getting bored just, you know. There's only three seasons of the Chappelle show. And I'm done with two of them. And I've seen all of them already, but... They just put them on Netflix. They're, you can only sit around and do podcasts so much before you got to get active. You know what I'm saying? You got to join that gym. So I tried it out. I tried a bunch of arms and chest workouts, and I got to say I got noodle arms right now. Like, I, uh, if I wanted to fight somebody, here's the ironic thing right now. I, you work out to get stronger. So I did all these workouts, and I'm like, man, I'm going to get myself. I'm going to get jacked, bro. COVID or no COVID, I'm going to be able to fight. I'm going to be able to arm wrestle somebody. But the, the day after I worked, I worked out, and even today, two days after I worked out, uh, if, if I was hanging out with my girlfriend and somebody tried to rob us, and they were like, I would have to push my girl in front of, the, in front of me and then just run away because I've got nothing. I don't have a punch in me. I'm serious. I can't even bend my arm fully. And that sucks because I worked out to try to get strong so I could beat somebody's ass for trying to steal my girl's purse or something and look like Spider-Man. But no good because I instead, I got no arms. I got useless arms. They're mannequin arms. Uh, they, they look like arms, but really they don't do many of the functions that arms should do. They still, like I can kind of claw grip stuff, but as far as a punch... I don't think I could form a good punch. 
Like, have you ever had to punch in a dream? Have you ever been real fired up in a dream? You get, you get that dream adrenaline, and somebody's got to catch a hand or two. Somebody's got to catch a couple pals, and you're, you're falling asleep, and I don't know. You, you got to have a sleep fight. But I can never connect on a sleep punch, dude. I'll whip you. I'll turn into the, uh, what's the, the fa- Fantastic Four guy? And his arms just are elasticy. They're rubber, and they just move. It'll be like that, dude. I'd try to punch somebody, and then my, my fist just goes, which is the, the sign, uh, the, the sound that a fist missing somebody's face would make. It sounds like Scooby-Doo, but it's more of a, it's like slow motion. You feel me? Or maybe an underwater punch. I feel like I got an underwater punch right now. And I don't know what to do because my arms are useless. If I wanted to punch, I would have to just sway back and forth a couple times like I'm trying to swing on a vine, like Tarzan. And then I would have to swing one of my arms and I'd bitch slap the guy. But by the time I I get enough momentum for a good punch, he's laughing at me, my girl's laughing at me, and then they take off together. And that's what I get for working out, thinking it's going to benefit me. The only thing I've seen from working out, I've seen my friend get COVID and I've seen myself get sore and potentially COVID. We'll see. Time will tell. Now, um, I saw Oregon legalize like all the drugs, like every single one. And it's not legalized, like decriminalized. But basically, you got to pay a hundred bucks if you get if you get busted. Like you can get busted with coke and you got you got to shell out a hundred bucks, which hey, I mean, to a cokehead, I think they'd probably just be like, here you go, you know. Now with a crackhead, good luck, or a weedhead, good good luck getting a hundred dollars out of that guy. It's crazy though that that in Oregon all drugs are now decriminalized, but in Texas, hey, Oklahoma's ahead of us as far as weed, right? Like that doesn't seem fair. Really, you know, we should be ahead of Oklahoma and all things. But they're really more fun, the Oklahomans. They got gambling, um, tornadoes, they got uh, weed. You know, the Oklahomans are pretty sick. The Oklahomies, as, as I'll call them. So Texas needs to, you know, step it up. We need to step it up a little bit. I will say this. It's crazy that you can get a DUI from weed. That just doesn't seem fair, right? I mean, like, because a DUI looks the same on paper if you get it from weed or if you get it from, uh, like, liquor. And those two things aren't created equally. Like, if you're driving super drunk, that's, hey, that's kind of, that's dangerous. We can all agree on that. And there's some people that shouldn't drive stoned. There's some people who shouldn't smoke. But I will say this, it's different. It, it, it's like if they um, made cigarettes illegal and they busted somebody with like driving and smoking a cigarette, they gave that guy a DUI. Not fair, you know? Because different things hit different people differently. Now, I'll argue for this in Texas, right? It should be um, play on your own skill level, right? Because uh, not everybody is going to handle every drug the same. Now, I think for weed, if you get caught driving and you're stoned and they pull you over, they could maybe tell you they're going to give you a DUI, but then they got to let you take the driver's test. And this is only for, for like weed. If you pass the driver's test, 
No DUI. They watch you smoke. You have to smoke a whole blunt to yourself in the courthouse. And you got to really chief on that bad boy. They watch you and they time you. You have to be done in 10 minutes. And uh, then you take your driver's test with an officer of the law. And if you pass that test, congratulations, buddy. Weed's legal for you. You can drive on it. You can do whatever you want. But uh, that's just not the conversation these these politicians are willing to willing to have with you. But I'm willing to have that conversation with you right now. I think we should be able, to, you know. And if you want to drive drunk, you want to drive, do it on your skill level. But we'll we'll run that up the court system and we'll see how it works. You know, I'm writing letters to my local mayor and governor, which I'm really not. I've never written a letter to anybody, um, and I don't know anyone who has. I will say this though, we're this is a cool generation right now because we've all experienced coronavirus. We experienced a crazy election, and we're coming out the other side of it. And who knows? We might come out better. We might come out worse. We might come out in a civil war. We might just just drift off into the into the abyss, and that's it. it might just be good night for us. Uh, we'll get the bug pulled on us on the simulation, but realistically. It's a cool time we're living in because we can say that our grandparents, now if we're lucky, some of us will be able to say our grandparents survived the coronavirus and our grandparents survived the heartbreak of a Trump loss. And if you can say both of those things and you're from the South, well then, good for you, buddy. And congratulations if you like Trump or if you like Biden, congratulations. And if you like Trump, sorry about you, buddy, but... Don't bury your head in the sand. Nobody needs to be ostriched out, head in sand. You know, we can all just just chill. And um, let me know what, what the proper time to take down a Trump flag is without looking like a bitch. Because that's, that's funny to me. Because right now I'm still seeing all the flags. I'm seeing them fly high. Because I think they're like, well, hey, you know. I don't want to be the guy who took down my Trump flag in case Trump, you know, sues him and he's back in office. Then I'm going to look like a fair weather fan. But it's looking like that's not going to happen. So in the next week or two, you could easily see some flags go down. Some might stay up, but hey, I, I don't know. I don't know which is more bitch, right? Taking the flag down or leaving it up. Because you look kind of, because you're kind of a, I don't know. It's something to think about. But sorry if this was a little political or a little, I got a little sad on you. This is kind of a cancer heavy episode too. I mentioned the big C a little bit and not COVID uh, cancer, which is always a bummer to talk about on a, on a comedy podcast. But hey, what are you going to do? I feel like you, you got to, I don't know, if you're going to listen to this, you got to just go along for the ride because it could, it could go anywhere. All right, so that's going to be it for me today. That's an episode, and uh, this is the longest episode. I did the full hour today, dude. And this is the first hour-long episode, and I talked about nothing. So congratulations to me, too. I'm going to throw that one out there. So, yeah, um, have a great, you know, great time. A great time. Legalize it. Of course, naturally, legalize uh, weed, uh, legalize all drugs like Oregon. Um, shout out to Republican dogs and Democratic dogs. 
because we're all just a bunch of dogs. And you know what? Let me tell you something, buddy. Life is rough. <laughs>